Welcome to Save Six Figures with Gina Knox, the podcast where I coach you on how to save $100,000 by optimizing your cash flow. Hello, savers, and welcome back to the podcast. This is going to be a juicy one. Oh, this is going to be such a juicy one. Today, we're talking about how to never be at zero in your bank account again. Now, if you are a person who has said to yourself, I suck at saving, I'm impulsive, or I like can't seem to keep money in my bank, this is for you. If you're the kind of person who like you, you're on this pendulum with your money, right? You'll go from like being super conservative and like budgeting and saving and like being good with your money. And then you swing and then you're bawling out and you're spending a lot and you're like completely avoiding looking at your budget or looking at your bank account or looking at your credit card statement or anything. If you swing on that pendulum, this is especially for you. You need to hear this podcast episode. Okay. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Let's dive in. Now, I have lots and lots and lots of clients who are on this pendulum. In fact, some of my very favorite clients to coach are this type of person. And what I've learned from coaching these people over over years, over the last four years, is that there are three things you need to do to get off the roller coaster, if you will. There are three things you need to do to ensure that your bank account is never at zero again. So let's go through those three things. The first one is actually a mindset reframe. So many people on this pendulum believe they're terrible savers. They'll come to me and they'll say, Gina, I suck at saving. I'm a bad saver. I love spending, right? That's a big one. They have this identity of being a spender. I'm not a saver. I'm a spender. I love spending. And they think that's the problem, right? They're like, spend my spending's the problem. I need to become less of a spender, more of a saver. And they're kind of like internally fighting against the identity of a saver. So the first mindset reframe you need to go through in order to never be at zero in your bank account again is you actually have to embody and take on the identity that you're already a saver. If you are this type of person, if you're a pendulum swinging person, you are actually already a really, really good saver. You're just not a good keeper. Saving and keeping are different skills. Saving money, accumulating money in your bank account versus keeping it in there are different skills. And I think that the reason people who are on the pendulum don't identify as savers is because they say, well, I can never keep money in my bank account. And I'm like, that's just a different skill set. We just need to learn that. But the minute you take on the identity of like, actually, I I am good at saving. I'm just not good at keeping. It, It helps us focus on what is actually the problem that we need to solve, right? So one of my clients is a really good example of this. She it was about September or August or September. And she was like, okay, in November, I have a hundred K expense month. She had a multiple, multiple five figure tax bill going out. She had team stuff. She had all other stuff happening in her business. And she knew she was forecasting about a hundred thousand dollars is going to need to leave my bank account in November. So what she did was she strategized 
And she got 100K in her bank account. And then by the end of November, it was gone because she had spent it on all the things. And I remember looking at her and saying, so you saved 100K. Like, you did it. You're in the 100K club. And she goes, oh my God, I didn't even... I didn't even notice. Like I didn't even I didn't even think about it that way. She was so focused on how she spent 100k in November that she didn't even give herself credit or acknowledge that she had to save 100k in order for it to be ready to leave her account. Right? And so when I said that I was like, "You are already a phenomenal saver." And so if this is you, I just want you to first like sit with that for a moment. What would it look like if I believed I were already good at saving? And if I gave myself the credit of all the times I have saved in the past, even if I haven't kept it, how can I give myself credit for all the times I've saved it, even if I spent it? That is step number one, that mindset reframe. You're not a bad saver. You're just a bad keeper. So we're going to solve the keeping problem. All right. So that's step number one. Step number two is actually like there was some breadcrumbs. There was some Easter eggs in, in the last step that tell us what we need to focus on, which is usually people who swing on this pendulum, they're only saving when it's for a very specific immediate reason, right? So like my client who had the big tax bill coming up, She's like, okay, gotta, gotta hustle, gotta save for November, this impending deadline, and I have to have 100K in my account. And there's a couple things that happen there. Number one, it creates a ton of urgency and it creates a ton of restriction, right? If you only have two months to save 100K, well, you're gonna go balls to the wall. You're gonna rip out that old, old budget. You're going to go full on restriction mode. You're going to cut everything that doesn't need to be spent. You're going to like try to put a ton of pressure on your business to do well in your launch so that you can have the cash to save the hundred K so that it can leave by November, right? This is the pendulum swinging. You are swinging the pendulum back to full on restriction mode. And that's because operationally you are only saving when there's something to save for. What you need to be doing is you need to be always saving, always. <laughs> like always be saving, A-B-S, <laughs> always be saving. I am always saving. I'm not just saving when there's a reason to save, which means I always have savings, even when I don't need them. There's a mechanical difference here, right? There's an operational difference in how I view savings as someone who's always saving versus someone on the pendulum who's only saving for specific things. This really clicked for me actually with my business coach and it has nothing to do with savings, but follow me for a moment. In January, I started working with my business coach who is specifically teaching me how to launch, right? How to do launches. And one of the things she said to us blew my mind. She said, you as a CEO should always be working on launches. Launching is part of your weekly tasks. Unless you're out of office on vacation, you're always working on a launch. Because what she noticed what would happen is people would put a ton of energy behind a launch, right? 
do all the things in like a four week period, get super burnt out. The launch is then over and then they fall off the face of the earth. All they're doing is like, they're going into hibernation mode basically with their marketing. They're just focusing on coaching their clients and that's it. And then it's like, you have to recover from your launch before you can muster up the energy to do the next launch. So she's like, you guys are doing it wrong. It's not this like big sprint and then, and then crash. You just need to always be working on your launches every single week, slow and steady, right? Slow and steady wins the race. And when she said that, it totally clicked for me. And it's funny because when I'm launching, when you guys see my launch, like when it's publicly going out, I'm already working on the next launch. Like when I was launching Seven Figure Wealth last round, I was already working on the Six Figure Saver launch this round. It's something that I'm always doing. So it means I'm not going through these waves of high energy burnout crash recovery, high energy burnout crash recovery. The same needs to happen in your savings. We cannot have you. It's not sustainable for you to go through intense restriction, intense budgeting, intense expense tracking because it's like not fun. (laughs) Like ultimately that's all it is. It sucks. It's not fun to go through that. So of course you're not going to maintain that. So of course you're always going to be stuck in the cycle of intense budgeting, intense restriction, saving, spending, zero, need to recover before the next thing comes up and then you have to go back into intense restriction. Instead, you need to always be saving. In Six Figure Saver, we teach a three bank account saving system. So our saving system that you learn in Six Figure Saver is not budgeting based. You can do budgeting in Six Figure Saver. It will help extra, but the core way that you're going to learn how to save in Six Figure Saver is by setting up three bank accounts, setting up a set of banking rules. They're like, if this, then that rules. If this account is over this amount, move money to savings. It's very simple. And you just, all you have to do is every week when you check your account, follow the rules, move money to savings, move on. It's not this intense, like I have two months to save hundred K. So that is step number two for how you're always going to have money in the bank and you're never going to be at zero again. Final step, step number three. This one's very, very important and it's nuanced. Okay. As you go through the process of always saving, you're going to notice that your savings account is growing, right? That's a good thing. That's exciting. But what can happen is we all have different thresholds for what we think of is a lot of money. And especially when you're making the transition from saving for a purpose to always saving just because it can feel like, oh, I have $5,000, $10,000, $50,000, whatever that dollar amount for you that feels big is, and you're going to hit that dollar amount and you're not going to have a specific reason you need that money. And this is what normally happens. Your brain will start to wander and the sneakiest little insignificant question will pop into your brain, which is what can I buy? What can I buy? Ooh, I have a lot of money. What can I buy? What can I do with this money? And that question is so sneaky because there's a million answers to it. You could buy any number of things, right? There are so many answers. And what you'll end up doing is unintentionally sabotaging your savings by spending money 
because you've asked yourself the question, what can I buy? And then something's going to come up and you're going to use the rest of the money that's left. And then you're going to be at zero again. And you're going to be like, oh, why can't I keep money? (laughs) You can't keep money if you keep asking yourself, what can I buy? That's a, that's a low level question. That's a question that gets you a unhelpful answer. Here's what I want you to do instead. You're going to get to that point where you have a lot of money in your bank account. And I want you to ask yourself, irrespective of the number in your bank account, what does my business need? What does my business need from me? What does my business need in general for us to hit our next goal? I like to think about this on annual basis, not like a monthly basis, an annual basis. So if my goal for next year is I want to make 100K, well, what does my business need for me to make 100K? And then spend time answering that question. Really dig deep. What does my business need? What do I need? What does the business need? And sit on a piece of paper and write everything all down. Now you have a whole pot of answers that are relevant to you, your business goal, and like will literally help you versus what can I buy? Because you can buy any number of things. Okay, so now we have a list and now you're going to ask yourself what needs to happen first, right? We need to sequence all of these things. You're going to sequence them. You're going to put them in priority order and you're going to start at the top of the list. And let's say for me, this happened last year, right? I needed to learn how to launch. So I wrote, I need to learn how to launch. So now I have a skill that I need to go find. So then what do I do? I go into the market and I find programs or coaches or whatever who can help me learn how to launch. And then I vet those programs and then I make my decision and then I invest the money. When I do that, I always create a super high ROI on my investment because I'm investing from a place of already understanding my need. When you're in your business and your bank account gets to a nice juicy dollar amount and you ask yourself, what do I, what can I buy? And then you go buy some random thing, maybe from a friend, or maybe there's a launch going on that you've been super inspired by and you just kind of like go along with it, right? When you do not make intentional spending choices in your business, it's very easy to not keep money. It's very easy to end up at zero again. And it always happens around that time when you're feeling juicy in your savings because you feel safe to spend some extra money. But the reality is, is like you don't need to spend extra money on shit you don't need. You need to spend money on things that you do need. So when it comes to never being at zero in your bank account again, it's not about cutting expenses. It's not about saying no to business investments. It's about being so intentional and not falling into the trap of what can I buy? What can I buy gives you low level results. What does my business need for me to hit my next goal gives you high level results. So we have covered the three things you need to never be at zero in your bank account again, especially if you're one of these people who's on this pendulum. You need to, number one, realize you're already a good saver. You just need to learn how to be a keeper. Number two, you need to stop only saving for specific reasons and start saving as part of your daily, weekly, monthly CEO tasks. 
And number three, you need to start asking yourself better questions about how to spend your money intentionally in your business. If you are one of these people who's on the pendulum and you are sick and tired of it, you're done with it. (laughs) And I feel like we kind of get to this point where we're like sick of our own shit. If that's you, Six Figure Saver is for you. We coach on how you can save money as one of these pendulum swinging people on how you can keep money every single day. Now, doors for Six Figure Saver are opening for the final time this year on November 27th, exclusively to the waitlist. When you join the waitlist and then you join Six Figure Saver in the first 48 hours, you'll also be invited to join me for the Keep It in the Bank live course. This live course will only be taught to the people who come in through the waitlist in the first 48 hours. So it will be a small, intimate group. And we will talk about how you uniquely with your situation can save and then keep at minimum one month's business expenses in your bank account at all time. I want you to walk away from this course literally never going to zero in your bank account again. There is no reason why your bank account needs to be at or near zero again. In fact, I think that it's kind of going to become part of my mission because it is exhausting to run a business on this pendulum. It is exhausting to like end up with zero money and have to hustle your way back to savings. You do not have to be stuck on that pendulum forever. So when you join us from the wait list, you'll be invited to join us for this live course. I'm so excited. The only way to get in is to join the waitlist. It's up on our sales page right now. You can navigate to it at www.ginanox.co. From there, you can find our Six Figure Saver sales page, or we'll drop the link in the show notes. Now, go to the sales page, read through it if you'd like, click join the waitlist, add your email, and you will be set. You will be qualified. And when you join Six Figure Saver on day one, November 27th, you'll be invited to join me for the live course. I'm so excited. I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to coach on this more. I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.